in the morning. It's spring break, and the college kids just want to party. When, they're char- when they charter a boat to take them to a rave on a nearby island, they find it completely deserted, except for the bloodthirsty zombies that have taken it over. A frantic search begins for weapons to use against the encroaching killers, because as nighttime falls, they realize that their only hope for survival is to win the final battle in the House of the Dead. I'm Corey. And I'm Paul. And we are the, the B-Movie Movie Bros. Bros. Here review B-Movies to the best of our ability. Sometimes we get off topic, but randomness is a gift. This week, as we continue our journey through movies based on Games Month, we're taking a look at the 2003 movie adaptation of the video game House of the Dead. Yes, House of the Dead, brought to us by Artisan Studios, known for movies such as National Lampoon's Van Wilder and The Blair Witch Project. And directed by Uwe Boll, known for other video game adaptations such as Postal, Alone in the Dark, and Blood Rain. And also well known for challenging critics to boxing matches. Well, he only challenges critics that say that his movies are terrible, which, I mean, generally, they are terrible. So let's see if he'll challenge us to a match after we finish our review. This ought to be interesting. So let's dive right into this shit with our technical difficulties, top and bottom three. Let's start with the bottom. You can go first. All right. I guess I'm, I'm swinging the first punch. Number three, there are these random shots of, art, of the arcade game that were just kind of dumb and randomly there. I get it. They wanted to show that this was a reference to moments in the games, but they really have to be so blatant about it. I mean, ever hear a subtlety, Uwe Boll? Number two. The scenes where they attempt to have the human characters interact romantically were boring and really didn't amount to much. I feel like characters I gave a shit about were Clint Howard, the captain, and the cop lady, and they end up dying before most of the expendable characters. And number one, all the 360-degree shots came off as stupid and looked just awkward during the zombie fights. What was this, Uwe Boll? Were you trying to copy off the fucking Matrix, you fucking hack? Yeah, bring it on, bro. Well, if that wasn't enough for you, here's my bottom three. Number three, all of the main characters are unlikable. They try to give them personality and unique qualities, but let's face it, they're only there to be eaten by the dead. Stop trying to make us like them and get them fucking killed already. Number two. The big reveal at the end where Rudy is secretly Dr. Kurian, the main antagonist from the original game, it's, it's fucking moronic. And, you know, having the AMS show up was enough to tie it to the game. You didn't need to have the protagonist of the movie actually be involved somehow in the fucking game. You're not M. Night Shyamalan, Uwe Boll. Stop trying. Oh, did you know this is based off an arcade game? Well, you know what? That brings me to my number one. This movie suffers greatly from what I like to call title-itis. Trademark. This movie is actually a really fun low-grade zombie movie. However, its title and the fact that it's based off of one of the most popular arcade shooters of all times makes it a flop. They are absolutely nothing alike. But yet, this movie was sponsored by Sega. Yes, THE Sega, creators of the Genesis and the Dreamcast. They even have a sign that says Sega during one of the scenes. And in case you forgot that it's based off a game, there are scenes of gameplay interlaced throughout the movie. Not cut scenes, not story, just scenes from the game shooting fucking zombies. Yep. If it were just an original bad movie idea, it would be okay. But because it's a bad movie based off of something, it 
fucking blow Sasquatch balls. Take that, Uwe Boll. Ooh, uppercut. All right, so I guess we'll go with the top three and give this movie some credit. I guess we have to. All right, number three. The movie, for the most part, didn't take itself seriously. It was fun and full of zombie-killing greatness. Number two, the subtle homages to the game were great. Even though the these showing scenes from the game were stupid, having a box full of supplies because the captain was smuggling weapons and other stuff was really a really clever way of kind of making an homage to just acquiring ammunition and other weapons. The screen going to bl- turning blood red when a character died was reminiscent to when you die in the actual arcade game, and the assorted guns and ammos during the fight were very well appreciated. And number one, the zombie fight scenes were actually really good, especially when all the characters finally got all their weapons and had an all-out shooting match. It was just amazing and one of the best I've seen in any zombie movie. For me, number three, this movie has nudity in it. Yes, it's there just because to have nudity, and I'm okay with that. I just want to throw out that since we mentioned this was um, based off a Sega game, there's a scene where there's a Sega logo. And boobs in the same scene. I never thought I'd see that. Indeed. Number two. Clint Howard and Captain Kirk are two awesome-ass characters. They share the best lines in the film, as well as they're the whole reason everybody has guns to fight the zombies off. They're the only likable characters in the whole movie. And that says a lot, because this movie has like a fucking ten-character cast. Yes, and we did say Captain Kirk. We're not confusing with this with Star Trek. His name actually is Captain Kirk. Yeah, and I can't... Uh, Clint Howard's name in the movie is like Solis or something. I don't know. He's fucking Clint Howard in everything he's in. Yeah, I feel like Clint Howard's not actually an actor. He's just like doing shit, and the people be like, let's make a movie in this area and see how he interacts with everybody. Number one, House of the Dead has one of the most action-packed and gory zombie battle sequences I've ever seen in a film. And that says a lot. It goes on for several minutes where all the characters are shooting an endless stream of zombies. Guns and gore galore. It's my kind of scene. And it's just like zombie after zombie. And then more keep coming out of the woods. And then there's explosions and heads blowing up and just fuck all, you know, chaos going on. It's amazing. Oh, yeah. Touche, Uwe Boll. Touche. He got his, his hit in there. Now... I don't think I don't think we really mentioned the uh, the dialogue too much, but let's have ourselves a good old fashioned quote war. Quote war. We'll quote this movie back and forth, and you can tell us who won. All right, I'll start us out this time. Check out this book. Looks pretty old. Maybe it'll help us. Morte. It's Spanish for death. In case you don't speak Mexican. Well, let me introduce you to my little friend. Burr. There ain't enough cash in the world to make us go back there. Nah, keep the cash. Keep the cash. And that ends this episode edition of Quote Wars. If you have a favorite quote from this movie, or, you know, anything else you'd like to tell us, please leave them in the comments below, or on our website, bmoviebros.com. Don't forget to tell us who won this episode's edition of Quote Wars. Well, I think it's time for us to give this movie our final take. Remember, friends, our final take is a score on our shot scale. Our shot scale is a reverse scale, 1 to 10, 1 being the best, 10 being the worst. How many shots do you need to get through this film? As much as I've laid into this film... I have to honestly give it a 2 out of 10. I wasn't quite as nice, but I actually enjoyed this film, so I give it a 4 out of 10. Above average. 
you know, let me start off with the fact that I own at least one copy of every House of the Dead game, numbers one through four and Overkill, but not Typing of the Dead because my Guam sucks donkey balls. And I love each and every one of the games that I have. Now, the movie, however, is a god-awful adaptation of the video game. But setting title-itis aside, this is actually an extremely fun zombie movie. It's filled with guns, gore, and a little nudity. It hits all the B-movie criteria, then goes above and beyond with creative situational dialogue, terrible acting, for the most part, and Clint Howard. Top it off with one of the longest and most action-packed zombie fight sequences I've ever witnessed, this turns out to be a movie way underestimated and way overhated. I enjoyed it, and I think you can too. Yeah, when I sat down to watch House of the Dead, I was fully prepared to, prepared to hate this movie and to be in a boxing match with Uwe Boll. I, was, I had my boxing gloves next to me, and I was just prepared for any kind of shit storm that, that was going to unfold. Fortunately, or unfortunately, I'm not really sure. I actually ended up enjoying House of the Dead. The zombie fights were fun, and there was enough gore-filled action to keep me entertained throughout the hour and a half, half runtime. The movie really didn't take itself too seriously and paid homage to the arcade-slash-Sega Saturn games often, as often as it could. Sometimes it was in a subtle way, which was very much appreciated. Other times, not so much. The setting was dark and really helped as, helped accentuate the horror elements while providing an appropriate contrast with the flashy gunfire and explosions from all the action. The overall plot and most of the characters were standard and could have been replaced with literally anything. At times, they attempt to shoehorn some cheap romance subplots, which did little more than drag out the plot. Either way, the action and bloodshed said, and even the comedic elements more than made up for the lack of characterization and, and plot. House of the Dead isn't one of the best zombie movies ever made, but it's definitely not the worst, and I'd watch it again. You win this round, Uwe Boll, but there will be others. Well, 2 out of 10 from me, 4 out of 10 from Paul. Now, we know not everyone likes to watch the same kind of shit that we do, so we like to give every B-movie review an A-movie companion and tell you why these two movies are the same, just of a different class and standard. I gave my A-movie companion to Resident Evil from 2002. I, I gave mine to 30 Days of Night from Who the Hell Cares? What year? So, both titles are based off of a popular video game series, largely featuring zombies. Both films take many liberties in creating a new and unique storyline with very little ties to the original game. Both films feature a team infiltrating a secret lab, whether it's a team of college rave-goers or a paramilitary group run by the Umbrella Corporation. In both films, there is a specific compound that brings the dead back to life, either some weird special blood shit or the T-Virus. In both films, an agency comes to retrieve the protagonist at the end, Either the AMS, in the case of House of the Dead, or some umbrella scientists in, you know, giant white suits in Resident Evil. Also, in the end, both movies have one of the main characters becoming what they were fighting against the whole time. Rudy brings his girlfriend back from the dead and says how he doesn't know what she's become because of the compound he used. And Michelle Rodriguez becomes a zombie. A very, very sad, sad scene indeed. Very sad. Very sexy. And that's why Resident Evil is an A-movie version of House of the Dead. 
All right, I picked 30 Days of Night because both movies are loosely based off a work from another form of media with the same exact name. As the Dead is based off the arcade game slash Sega Saturn game of the same name, and 30 Days of Night is based off the graphic novel of the same name. Both movies are about a horde of surprisingly intelligent undead creatures killing people. 30 Days of Night features a bunch of vampires killing a bunch of people during the long winters of Alaska, and House of the Dead features an island full of zombies trying to kill the human characters for no real reason other than, be, than to be dicks. And they use weapons and shit, so they're smarter than your average um, zombie. And they could ch- jump like 20 feet in the air. Oh yeah, they were, they were pretty cool. They're like fucking super zombies. Yeah. They didn't really run too much, though, so... Meh, can't have everything. Um, Both movies take place in secluded areas. 30 Days of Night took place in the secluded town of Barrow, Alaska, and House of the Dead took place on some secluded island somewhere. And both movies are vastly inferior to the source material. 30 Days of Night, the movie, is a complete piece of shit, whereas the graphic novel is awesome. And while I enjoyed the House of the Dead movie, I really would prefer just to play the game, either arcade or Sega Saturn, than watch the movie. Well, there you have it. So if you want to watch an A-movie version, check out uh, Resident Evil, which is actually pretty awesome, or 30 Days of Night if uh, you're feeling pretty lucky in Russian roulette. Yeah. If you want to, like, ruin your night, then watch 30 Days of Night. So I think it's time that we tell everybody how to drink away the flick. Drink away the flick. Come on and grab your drink. Let's drink away the flick. Now remember, friends, drink responsibly, but we're going to give you some drinking games for this film. Number one, every time there's a scene from the video game inserted into the film, take a drink. Number two, every time someone is killed by the zombies, take a drink. Number three, every time Captain Kirk is a badass, take a drink. Number four, whenever someone doesn't notice zombies moving about in the background, take a drink. Number five, of course, because it's movies based on Games Month, anytime you see or hear a reference to the source material, take a drink. Every time somebody's bitten by a zombie take a drink every time the camera turns in a 360 degree angle a 360 degrees while fighting take a drink every time rudy narrates for no fucking reason take a drink and every time somebody's head explodes take a drink it happens more than you'd think you know, speaking of the oh well those are your ways to drink away the flick by the way but speaking of the whole 360 degree thing for two of the characters, when they die, they do the 360 degrees thing with a red fade over the uh, over the camera, kind of like in the game where it spins around you and blood drips down. Yeah, it was kind of a nice homage. But for the rest of the characters, when they die, they don't fucking do it. What the yeah. shit? Yeah, like, they consistency. Kinda, yeah, they had it Consistency, Uwe Boll. Fucking consistency. They even had it for a character who got torn apart, and they show her, like, just standing there, and they still do it. And they don't have it for other characters who were more attached, I guess. Anyways, if you have any thoughts about this movie or any other anything else B-movie-related, you can leave a comment on either our YouTube or our SoundCloud pages right below the video. You can also email us at bmoviebros at gmail.com. You can like us on Facebook at facebook.com-bmoviebros. Follow us on Twitter at bmoviebros or my personal Twitter handle at bmoviepaul. Also check out our other reviews and shows. We have new content each each week, including reviews, interviews, and chats on our website, bmoviebros.com. If you want to support the show, you consider donating to our PayPal or Patreon accounts. Links provided below. Well, we've come to the end of the third week of game movies based on Games Month. Let's rank the movies we've seen so far. At number three, 
Super Mario Brothers from 1993. Fuck that movie. Fuck its carnival-esque special effects and motherfucking scenery. It's a goddamn travesty to the world. Number two, Mortal Kombat. It's a great adaptation of the video game. The action sequences are pretty fun. And, you know, overall, it's not a bad movie. But I have to give my number one spot so far to House of the Dead. God damn you, Uwe Boll. You impressed me with this one. Although it's a horrible adaptation of the video game, it's a fun movie. There's lots of action. There's nudity. And the, the dialogue is fun. The guns are great. There's explosions. There's blood. There's heads going pop. There's all kinds of fun stuff to be had in this movie if you can just get past the title. My list was a little bit different. For number three, believe it or not, Super Mario Brothers. Yeah, who would have thought that a, Mar- that a live-action adaption of the Super Mario Brothers movie would be such a piece of shit? Yeah, just order a pizza and not watch the film, and you'll be better off. Number two, House of the Dead. Yep, a lot better than I expected it to be, but it wasn't quite as good as Mortal Kombat. Thought Mortal Kombat flowed a bit better. I thought it was a bit more entertaining, and I just kind of liked the characters a bit more. And the plot was just a little more entertaining, even though it was pretty much as shallow as, as House of the Dead. Yeah. So, I, I do oh. have to say that, you know one thing that would have made House of the Dead better? What? There was no Sagata Sanshiro. Sagata Sanshiro can't fight zombies, Paul. It's his only weakness. And yet they couldn't kill him. He still went on to date Sakura from Sakura Wars. He still fought Chuck Norris and Sonic the Hedgehog. He, he, they couldn't kill him, but he couldn't defeat them either. It's, it, it's, it's, it's a no-win situation. Yeah, but it would have been great to just see him there, like, see him leaving the building, like, I can't handle this. You guys, you guys tap in. Yeah, he would have beat the shit out of all the characters, and they would have been dead anyway, because they weren't playing Sega Saturn. It would have been great. Like, I yeah, mean... Actually, that probably would have been great. So, you know, there, there you have it. That's our ranking so far. If you're wondering what we're going to watch next week as we finish out, you know, this month, well, you're going to have to figure out yourself. We're going to conclude Movies Based on Games Month with uh, something a little special. Here are some hints. The movie came out in 1985. It has multiple endings and stars an actor who once played a sweet transvestite. If you can't figure it out from that, you're probably not hip to too many movies. So, as we leave you, remember... Be brave, be alive, and be back for more. Get on the next pool. I've seen a little bit of apple here.